Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today, Philip talks about inflation is good. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right. I am back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. And today we are talking about why inflation is good. Yes, I said good, not bad. So a a lot of how I do my investment research is, uh, you know, I kind of just, I'm always scanning the world for what's going on. Uh, I have a... A, a mental, I have an understanding of like the way that energy works, right? Just just the universal laws of energy because everything is energy. And so with that with that background, I'm, I'm just kind of scanning the world, you know, uh, in a free, clear mind. And as I come if I, as I come upon something, something will feel right or don't or won't feel right uh, in the context of what I'm looking at, and then I go down a rabbit hole. And so the whole inf- the whole inflation thing, I was like, I was like, uh, and I've s- talked about this before, like how to how to outrun inflation. But I was like, inflation actually is not a bad thing, and it, and you really can't outrun inflation if you if you think about inflation as like what what we call death, right? Um, uh, death is really just you know if if uh, if if energy can't be destroyed and it's just transformed into a different form, like it's just. Uh, it's it's a necessary step for evolution, right? Because if you never had death, then you wouldn't have an evolution of the species and, and and all the ideas that we wrap ourselves in different things. So, so 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 death from a form perspective is scary. If but death from an energy perspective, it's just non-existent, right? It's just a changing of form. Where I'm going with that is, uh, as society changes and evolves. Inflation is sort of like the grim reaper that sucks in all the old ideas to make room for all the new ideas, which always make our lives better, right? A hundred percent of the time. If you don't agree or believe with me, then ask yourself, would you much rather live today or a hundred years ago? Like I'm talking about like not a nostalgic hundred years ago. I mean, a hundred years ago where we didn't have the luxuries of like the great Food, the great wanting running water, you know the the beautiful vehicles, like all the positives uh, of the society, not the not the nostalgia. Like uh, I don't think anybody would answer they want to live a hundred years ago, right? Because life always gets better, but in order for it to get better, you know, like the old has to be washed away and made room for the new ideas, and that's just a continuing process, right? That's the circle of life. All the Disney movies taught us that. Uh, if you're if you're a Disney fan, and so. What inflation hurts are those that are stuck in the past from an industry and an investment standpoint, and it ends up being a tailwind for those who have faith in the future, right? And I, and I, I, can't, I need to go relook up this definition, but I liked it. Somebody said the definition of faith was positive expectations, 
you know, something, something to that effect, like positive attitude about the future or positive expectation um, about the future or a subject. And I like that. L- let me give specific examples, right? So y- you look at America over the last 50 years um, as as America has been a great place for the advancement of new ideas, right? So, you know, America has problems, but if you look at the if you look at the relative standpoint, you look at America relative to everywhere else in the world, like ideas are able to be are, are, are freer, right? New ideas are able to be birthed uh, in this country better, which is which is why we've enjoyed such relatively low inflation relative to other countries. But you look at other countries, the the, the most backward thinking countries, right? The ones that are stuck the most in the past, their currencies and their economy experienced the worst inflation. Um, uh, like that's like go look at it. Look at company countries that are experiencing terrible inflation, and then look at their leaders' ideas and views, and it's like being transported in time, right? Versus America, and then and and so so then you go within America. And then you look at like uh, the the people that are over the last twenty years. You look at inflation for the the software industry in California. The people that are building the new ideas in the future, and they've actually had deflation. Meaning, you know, if you're a tech founder or you're in the tech industry and you're working on building the future, like your your net worth relative to the price of goods uh, has gone up, which means your price of goods have gone down relative to your net worth and your income. So you had deflation because they're speeding into the future super fast. So we're, so wherever you play on the scale of evolution um, is going to dictate your inflation rate. Said a different way, if you're a taxi cab driver, inflation has been terrible for you because your income is not going anywhere. Uh, it's going backwards while the cost of things are going up. And so um, inflation... Uh, Inflation is something like you can't run away from inflation. You know, I think about inflation. I think of inflation, and I'm this is I'm showing this as a illustrated example. Like, if you do this, do you? No judgment. But I I look at uh, these people that get all this plastic surgery on their face, and they are doing it in their mind, thinking that it's making them look better because they're afraid of aging. But like. There's a point where it just looks worse and everybody notices it. Like everybody's looking going, oh, this doesn't look good. But they keep doing it thinking it's looking good. But you're, they're trying to fight the inevitable aging process where to me, some of the most beautiful people, people that age gracefully have none of that stuff. And they are just super secure and confident in like the beautiful aging process. And that's kind of how I think about like inflation, right? Um, um, you know, the the... The, the former is going to do what it's going to do, but mentally you don't have to uh, participate in that. So where are we going? He, he, so with that thought, I was like, huh. So going back to my thought process, so I was thinking, I was like, okay, this it's a good thing. It works in principle. It fits. Let me actually now check the math, right? Because in my mind, the math says, let me go to a high inflation period of time. And in that time, the companies that were ushering in the future along with hard currencies, should do well. That's my investment thesis, right? You know that I like Bitcoin, and then you know that I like owning companies that are bringing in the future Web3 companies. And so I was like, yeah, this is my thesis, right? I didn't. By the way, I didn't make it up out of nowhere. 
Um, but, I, but I was like, let me go actually now get some concrete evidence for the podcast to show that this makes sense. So I, ChatGPT is my friend. It helps narrow down stuff. So I was like, hey, ChatGPT, uh, what companies made uh, phenomenal returns in the 70s, right? And it spit out like uh, four companies, IBM, Coke, Exxon, GE. Um, and so, uh, and so then I was like, huh? So I was like, well, what did G, you know, what did GE do? Well, GE was, uh, power generation, right? They were, um, helping, uh, evolve society around power generation, healthcare innovation, electronics, which was big in the seventies, aerospace sounds familiar, right? Aerospace, um, and then financial, financial services. And so, um, we know what Coke did, um, you know, uh, and, and Coke is more like uh, addictive behaviors become really good in high inflation periods of time, right? I.e., uh, cannabis, all that kind of stuff. Um, but then IBM was the other one. I was like, well, what did, I, what did IBM really sell? And that's obvious. They were, you know, software, computers. Um, they were helping with uh, businesses save time and money because they were when they were going through layoffs and everything. People were looking for productivity. Sounds very familiar, right? Let's look at the actual returns. Well, in the seventies, from seventy to seventy nine, according to where ChatGPT pulled this data, S and P did about one point nine five percent over that decade. Inflation was about seven percent. So, so let's call it two percent and seven. S and P lost five percent a year. Uh, real return. Now let's look at gold. Hard asset gold did twenty two percent a year, right? Scarce asset, right? People did, didn't trust the currency, so they put their money somewhere where it was relatively safe. Gold that did phenomenal. IBM, how did it do? Twenty nine percent a year, bringing in the future. How did Coke do? Sixteen point six seven percent a year. Uh, Exxon twenty five percent a year. Like no 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 shocker because when the you know oil trade energy trades relative to a currency, right? So. Um, if the currency is being trusted less, which because inflation is high, people are going to own the raw materials then hold currency, right? Because because right, you you um, it just I don't go I don't want to nerd out on that, but it just it trades counter. Um, and then GE 11 percent a year beat inflation, and so um, where I'm going with that is what I was saying before is uh um when you're in an environment like we're in right now. Where there is lots of debt, when the, and then when there's lots of debt, banks are not going to lend out money because they don't want to lose money, right? They're not going to lend it out benevolently because the politicians call them greedy capitalists, right? There's, they got shareholders and employees. They can't just lose money because it makes it feel right. So then you're going to have to, you know, Bible talks about year of jubilee, which is forgiving debts every four to nine years, which resets the economy. Since we don't do that, right? Um, we end up like doing deep, you know, restructures. Some countries default, so I don't think we're going to default. And they print away the debt with inflation, which makes the value of the currency go down less. So this is just textbook what happens in economies to get rid of debt, like since the beginning of time, right? We're like the the factor that is going to be the biggest impact for America to narrow it down is going to be money printing. There's no way around it. Um and so as that happens, then you go, where do I place my savings? Well, you got to place it in things that are outrunning the future, or that, are, that are living in the future and not living in the past. You don't have a choice. But if you live in that space, then you don't worry about inflation. Like you're not worried at all. It's going to be your tailwind. And, but if you don't want to move forward and you want to 
live in the time where America was great again, and you're going to get wrecked. And that's that's your choice. Um, and I, at this point in time, uh, am, if I sound like I don't care, it's not that I don't care, but it's just more like, what are you going to do about it? Like, it's like, it's like being mad about gravity. Like, gravity is. I mean, you can be mad at it, but it is what it is. It's the law of the universe. Same, same with with this concept. So um, it's out there. Deal with it emotionally and adjust yourself. There's so much money for everybody in the new world. Um, you don't have to get left behind. It's your choice. Until next week, enjoy your week. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.